Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana, and this is episode 70 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about season 10, episode 1, The Pilot, and episode 2, Smile. This is the gateway to everything that ever was, or ever can be. It's like a spaceship. What? Nice here, isn't it? So how do we stay out of trouble? Now don't, Bill, with me to the TARDIS. Well, it's been another while since we recorded. We always say we're going to get better and record more often, and then life happens. Life. Yeah. Um, so this is our first episode without Linda. Yeah, it's sad. Sad. I miss her She's already. moved on to a better place. <laughs> <laughs> She's just busy. She's going to school. Yeah, she's got lots going on. Um, We have lots going on, too. That's why it's been a while since we've come back. Um, Work things. Work things. I had the animation festival in September Mm -hmm. and other events. You're busy. You're working on weekends. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, but one thing. Just before the festival, I managed to squeeze in... um, or no, this was after the festival? Before the festival was the movie. After the festival was... It was after. Okay. It was Thanksgiving when you texted me, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Because I was at my parents' house. Okay, okay, so anyway. Um, so Julianne and I now each have been on uh, our local radio show, CBC's All in a Day. Yeah. Yay. Um, as, their, as a substitute film, film columnist, reviewer, whatever. It's pretty in. cool. It's pretty fun. Um, so we're we have an in with the show now. So <laughs> when they um, uh, the host Alan Neal like put out a call for Doctor Who fans to like come on the show and talk about the first episode of season eleven and the new Doctor and what this means and blah blah. blah. Um, so I like emailed in like, hey, I'd love to do that. And they picked me, so I went in, and me and three other people talked about the first episode, and the new Doctor, and what does it mean for her to be a woman, and all that kind of stuff. So that was really fun, and you can listen to it online, I'll put the link in the description. And yeah, it was just a fun little getting different perspectives of there was a couple older women who've been watching it forever and then there was like a 13 year old boy right so and then me <laughs> oh i think sorry guys <laughs> juliana is still saying i'm getting over a cold i think that's obviously why i like chose a variety of mm-hmm. perspectives but for us we don't normally get feedback from that array of a group i think it's yeah. interesting for you to have gone like Heard not you and me being yeah. <laughs> talking you know. about Doctor Who. Yeah, and um, overall we were all like just excited and to see what happens. So I thought because I had to watch the first episode for that, I thought I would just. I guess I'm watching this season, <laughs> not like last season. We just, like held off and then binged together. Yeah. In one day, um, but then I was like, you know what? Let's do that because <laughs> I cannot keep up with it. And it was so fun. I mean, yeah, we almost died. <laughs> I almost remember died? us laying on the ground at one point. Oh, we were just like so sore from like sitting 
in the, the same couch, position. Even though it was like as a sofa bed, not just a couch, we were like, yeah, yeah you got to get up and change yeah. it around. Stretch. Take a break. <laughs> lie down flat on your back. So, yeah, we'll do that again. Yeah. Probably like at the beginning of the new year because the season goes to like Christmas. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I have someone at work who watches Doctor Who and he keeps asking me like if I've watched it yet. <laughs> he wants someone to like talk about it with i'm like no 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 don't say anything <laughs> don't tell me anything <laughs> i'm waiting i'll talk to you about I, it later i'm also trying to like avoid spoilers yeah, i think i like, unfollowed any doctor who things just so yeah. i could because they were posting like every day they post like know. gifs from the last episode and i'm like everything's like muted <laughs> yeah but yeah it'll be fun yeah so that's how we're doing season 11 so don't talk to us about <laughs> season 11 um, I can say that I do like Jodie Whittaker. I think it's going to be good. I haven't even seen the first episode yet, but I can watch that before we binge. Maybe. <laughs> so we can, so I don't if have, you're like, ready. An advantage for no. the first. I just mean, like, I don't know, if you're ready, we can start at episode one or two. We'll have mm. to discuss it closer yeah. to. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, also new, <laughs> if you can tell. Can you hear it? Don't we, don't we sound great, guys? Um, I decided to just go for it and give us an early Christmas present, and I bought a second mic. Merry Christmas Merry to us. <laughs> Yay. Woo. And to you and your ears. <laughs> so, yeah, I got another stand and another snowball. Yeah. So we each have a mic, and we're also listening to ourselves with headphones, which is weird. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's very new for us. It's also probably going to not sh- sound for once like I'm shouting. and Like mm-hmm. like you're off in the distance <laughs> shouting at me. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it sounds good. A whole new world here. Mm-hmm. It's just us and our... We've replaced Linda with another mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't replace Linda. Never. Never. But we're going to carry on. Yep. I don't know. We should try to get guests more. I don't know who. We don't really have a lot of friends that are into Doctor Who. No. At least not that are, like, keeping up with it. I can't even get my boyfriend into it. Damn it. (sighs) Okay. I'm a failure. Whatever. Um, all right. Let's do this week's, this week's, this episode's question. What emoji most represents you is what we asked because we're going to talk about smile where the robot speak emoji. Yeah. So shall we go to Twitter to see what our two fans had to say? Yes, please. I'm super excited. Well, Nathan318 said he would be a T-Rex emoji just because it makes him smile. Oh. I like that. <laughs> it's also like cool. It's not just like a smiley face. Yeah, no, it's like represent myself as a T Rex. Okay. And then Naderade four one three. We really have a <laughs> have a really niche We have a really specific audience. Um he said my wife said the raised eyebrow emoji was designed strictly for me. <laughs> so 
<laughs> Let me now describe an emoji to you. Um, <laughs> it's the one that has a straight mouth and one eyebrows down, one eyebrows up. Like it's making a what you talking about face. He's very incredulous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's from the Nates. Um, what <laughs> what would you pick, Juliana? Um, so I thought about this so long and hard. Okay. I, I chose while we were <laughs> while you were making hot chocolate earlier. Um, there's kind of like the face that has like the half smile. This one. Oh, the little like cheeky. Kind of like the Whoa. cheeky little grin. And mm. I think that that's pretty good for me because that's mostly how I feel about everything. <laughs> pretty sarcastic. Mm-hmm. I asked my boyfriend what he thought. He put the he, he actually said something nice. He said the light bulb because I'm bright. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'm gonna go with the cheeky smile. I like I use that one a lot. A little it's almost like flirtatious. Sometimes. Yeah, it can, well I feel like, like it's it's can be used for such a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, get it? Ha <laughs> Um, I did not think about this much. <laughs> Or I thought of one and then I didn't. <laughs> Have you updated your phone? Nope. See the new emojis? Probably not. <laughs> oh my god. There's a few new faces Ooh. that I think are useful. But I'm just going to pick um, the black heart. Because <laughs> I like black and mostly my heart is black. But I do have a heart. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. I use it whenever I'm like talking to my friends or someone like you want to like send them a little heart it's always a black heart that is true it goes with your aesthetic too Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i'm feeling that yeah or i was gonna say or the flamingo lady (laughs) i was that was the other one i was thinking because you love her so much (laughs) whenever i'm talking about something fancy i throw her in there yeah i think that's like i think when way back in the day when we did like the newly friend game oh yeah i think that's the one you put for like your favorite yeah i also really like the levitating businessman because it makes no sense i know like, what, what are you the doing fuck is this and then i made her like her siri like speak the emoji to see what it was called and it's just levitating businessman i was like why <laughs> what he's, why he's partway through being abducted I know. It's not even like a dancer or something or like a magician. It's a businessman. So specific. Also kind of looks like Michael Jackson. Something about the suit. But like levitating businessman. I don't know. I don't use it. I just think it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How about we talk about some episodes? Good idea. Let's talk about the pilot. From April 15th, 2017. That's not that long ago. We're catching up. We're so (laughs) So close. (laughs) Written by Stephen Moffat. Two worlds collide when the doctor meets Bill, and a chance encounter with a girl with a star in her eye leads to a terrifying chase across time and space. Bill's mind is open to a universe that is bigger and more exciting than she could possibly have imagined. But who is the doctor, and what is his secret mission on Earth? I mean, we know who the doctor is. (laughs) We do, yeah. I guess she's from her perspective. So, 
So most importantly, we meet Bill, who mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. I loved from, like, the start of this episode. Yeah. I loved her from, like, the little teaser they gave before, like, a little character teaser, where she was like, um, what's that? It's like, it's a Dalek. She's like, why has he got, like, a plunger? Why is he so stupid? Like, he's just, like, trying to tell her. It's so <laughs> no, scary. Yeah. They're so scary. It was almost like a deleted scene from this episode. It fit in there. This little teaser they released. Um, I think she's super cool. She is. She's, um independent and she has her own thoughts and ideas she's not afraid mm-hmm. to ask questions which i yes. like like so she asks a lot of good questions yeah because so often i find like his companions are just like okay yeah yeah sure yeah we'll do this thing mm-hmm. and she's like wait why what are you yeah. doing why and she wants to know like why the why behind it mm-hmm. it's always a new companion thing like how they react to the tardis bigger on the inside and like what kind of questions they ask about what's going on and stuff like that. And I yeah. think she was really good. They managed to, like, come up with new things for for people to react every time. I know. Like, it's... when she said the TARDIS was, like, a kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, the knock-through, like, she didn't understand, like, she was still in the mm-hmm. box. Yeah. Which It took her like, a while, but... It does make sense. Like, I would probably also be like, oh, this is, like, a... We this went is not through it like it's isn't actually time a time and space machine. This is just I went through a door, yeah, in a into wall, a bigger into a room. room. Yeah, but I think like they could do that because of where it was positioned in like his office. Because so mm-hmm. many times the TARDIS is like out on the street where you yeah, can like you go three sixty, and you're like, no, yeah. this isn't a room. Yeah, no, this was like a weird thing that he had in his office. Yeah. <laughs> she was smart though. She's like, how'd you get in here? It's bigger than the door. Yeah, I know. She's smart. I think that's like, like she thinks things through and she's not, she's quick on things. Mm-hmm. And like, again, cause he's like, oh, a crane lifted it in. It's super heavy. And then after Christmas, when she gave him that rug, the cheap it's, rug, mm-hmm. it was on top of the rug. And she's like, I that needed doesn't a crane. Makes hmm. sense. I feel like there's, I guess we'll talk about it in the, in a couple episodes. Um, she again, like asks, she figures something out, like even before the doctor does about sort of time and this person's age mm-hmm. in the little creepy old house that like he didn't even think of yet. So she's on it. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. It's got a good one. Mm-hmm. We also see Nardal. Nardal is still around. He's fun. He's so he's fun. Great. Yeah. He's a good, he's like... very angry now. He used to be so <laughs> cute, and now he's just, like, very strict. Like, he's the doctor's, like, carer and has to, like, keep him in line, remember his mission in the vault, and, like, don't have fun, don't pick up companions. I think maybe he's angry because he has to do that. Like, that's not the he's, fun. Like, he still got... He got stuck here with the doctor, and, like... Yeah. The doctor's not an easy person to live with <laughs> right or like keep on task like yes he's in you know well that's probably why the doctor like <coughs> reanimated him or whatever he said he knew yeah. that he would need someone to help him yeah, stick with his promise nardle's like promise to stay on earth which is totally boring for him which apparently he's been there like 70 years teaching at this university right he's been there a long time which is cool i think that's another fun thing to see the doctor do like stay in one place yeah, I mean, fortunately, we don't have to see him stay in one place for 70 years, but, like, to know that he's doing that, or, like, yeah, of course he should be a professor and lecture just mm-hmm. whatever he wants all the time. It's almost one of those things that, like, he would mention 
that he had done at some point, but we would never see it, but now we're seeing it. Yeah, like, they'd be back somewhere, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I lectured here for 70 years, and you'd be like, what? Yeah, or like, oh, yes, I did a lecture at Oxford, blah, 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 in 18-something, you know, one of those random things he said. Yeah, Random historical things. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He has a vault. The vault. Right. I remember watching this and we were guessing <coughs> what was what or who was in the vault. Yeah, we started speculating. Mm-hmm. Everyone was speculating mm-hmm. like what was in. I think that was I think we did pretty good to stay away from that spoiler. Yeah. I think because um, as we say we binged all these episodes in one day and I mm-hmm. think that we had both figured out We figured it out before. What was in the vault before the reveal, but like at this point I had no idea. I was like No vault. I would never have thought. And then I think by within a couple episodes when he goes in mm-hmm. and well we hear the piano, the piano playing tune, and, then, yeah. and I think we figured it out then that it was human like person and it must be someone significant or else it wouldn't be a big build up, right? Yeah. If it was a build up to something we didn't know. This is like some random stranger in there. And he wasn't going to lock up like a nice companion. It had to be someone dangerous and someone we know. Right. Anyway, spoiler alert. (laughs) And then it limits like your options, right? So. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly could not tell like when this time, like Bill's time was because she and like everyone else seems to dress like super 90s. But the 90s are 90s back. 90s are back. And I was like, I can't tell if this is the 90s or just, like, current 90s revival. Because, like, <laughs> Heart or Star-Eyed Girl had, like, kind of bad, like, 80s, 90s hair, sort of a flip thing going on. I was she like, did. really? Very... The clothes I know, but, like, why do you have bad hair? <laughs> <laughs> the star in her eye is so cool, though. I know. And she's like, I'm getting fixed. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> okay, I did have, like, a weird thing with Bill and Heather, the mm-hmm. star-eyed girl. Because, like, they kind of met in a bar one night, but then, like, it quickly became, like... Oh, yeah, by the end of the episode, intense. it's like they have this intense connection. She almost, like, wants to go with her. Like, they touch, and it's like... Yeah. That would, and, like, she's following her around the universe. But I'm like... That's you, like, looked at each me. other at a bar, and then you, like, talked about a puddle once or twice. <laughs> right. And this is over the course of, like, almost, like, a school year. Yeah. Like, you, you saw her, like, four you times saw, you in You see a her year. in the fall, and then it's, like, Christmas, and then you see her again in the spring, and she disappears, but it's, like, this connection. It's, like, like hold maybe your horses, they're just, like, guys. oh, well, you know, lesbians move really fast, so <laughs> <laughs> they talked a few times now that she wants to take her with her across the universe. Like, I understand the idea of a crush, and even, like, when you get to the end of this and understand, like, why Heather's following Bill, mm-hmm. like, in terms of, like, last conscious thought, like, that's mm-hmm. all fine, but, like, just, like, it's almost Bill's side I don't understand the same way. I'm like, what? You're doing all these amazing things with the mm-hmm. doctor, and yet you're like, oh, but that girl, I kind of had a crush on. <laughs> yeah. And especially, like how it ends up spoiler alert the end mm-hmm. they can go off together to like exist together forever and i'm like you don't even know each other i know i'm like i hope you don't hate this person because guess what yeah yeah it's it's pretty intense for i don't know a crush yeah i i have a little yeah, bit I of d- an i do understand like her heather's side of it 
it just grabbed her at that moment when she was really excited to see this girl and wanted to see her. <coughs> but Bill is like, especially like I would be traumatized seeing anyone, let alone like the person I have a crush on, like in a puddle and like trying to grab me and like this. this it's she's yeah. so creepy and like spooky looking this whole episode, like with the water and the dead eyes. Yes, very like that the would like ring traumatize me. I could have a super crush on someone if they appeared to me in a fog, all wet and dead looking like that. I would be done. Yeah, crush I'd... over. And then like... I travel across the universe and you like grab me out of a puddle. Like, no, this is not a horror movie. No, thank you. Thanks. No, thanks. I'm not going to like touch you and be tempted to travel the universe with you. Yeah. So I guess like that, that's my biggest issue with this storyline just in terms of, because like mm-hmm. it seems so unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, the first episode with new companion is always hard. We're trying to get to know her, but you also need, like, an episode, like, an adventure. Yeah, I was, I was actually thought... It could have been, like, she already had a girlfriend or something. Like, if they wanted that emotional thing at the end, maybe have that actual relationship? Yeah, like, that would have, even if it was, like, new-ish... If it was at least something where, like, they already had a connection, not just like this, mm-hmm. like, oh, I had a crush on this girl, and now I'm with her forever in all eternity. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, Bill's a lesbian. Yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> Representation matters. Yay. They don't... It's enough that, like, it's not... Like, it's enough that it's mentioned and it's seen throughout... Mm-hmm like the season but it's not like constantly brought up like no. look we because have a lesbian on this the is show. not a show about like dating and relationships so it's not relevant like if there's something where she has a crush on someone it's another yeah. girl there's a few things they do with like guys hitting on her where she's like um sorry i'm into girls yeah and then like later there's this conversation that she has with like when they're in, like, an ancient tribe in Scotland or whatever, and there's that portal, she's talking to, like, some guy, and he's, like, totally, like, bisexual. She's like, oh, no, I just like girls. He's like, how do you just like one, <laughs> one thing? <laughs> one gender. Why would you not be all about both of them? Yeah, why would you choose? That's so weird. Like, I like that. I do actually kind of like it, though, because it takes away the temptation for any romantic link between the doctor and the companion. Yeah. Cause like we also like by now he really is like the oldest looking yes. that we've had and, and she's for young, sure but and he's her teacher like it hasn't stopped Holly Hollywood oh no I say Hollywood encompassing all the entertainment Western industry media yeah before for sure but they I think they also just really established like the teacher student <clears throat> thing yeah relationship and then she starts like calling him grand tries to pass him as granddad. So Bill's great, and there's a star-eyed girl in the puddle. Yeah. The puddle that shows episode. you yourself not as a reflection. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, it shows you, you yourself not the reflective version. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that was such a cool concept. Because, mm-hmm. like, when they were talking about, like, have you figured out what's wrong with your face? And I remember being mm-hmm. like, I wonder, like, is it, like, there's, like, a mark or, like, mm-hmm. and then he, it was just the fact that. It's not, it's not showing you the reflection, image. and yeah. so that's why Heather, with the star in her eye, could see it so yeah. clearly. I don't think I would notice it right away. Oh, I would definitely not. Because also, like, the doctor 
talked like, well, you've never seen your face like that or whatever. You've never seen your face. And I was like, I don't know, man. I take a lot of selfies yeah, and like, I make like videos and stuff. I've seen my face from like all angles. Yeah. Pictures. And like, I wouldn't, I, pro- I wouldn't probably think anything was off unless like my hair was parted a certain way or. If I looked down in a puddle and my hair was, like, hanging on one side, not the other, then that would be a... Yeah, that would be weird, right? Yeah. It would be a weird thing to... A I just, subtle thing to notice. I don't think it would be as obvious, generally speaking, to 90% of yeah. the world. Us mainly symmetrical people. <laughs> yeah, like, my face is definitely not symmetrical, but it's close enough that I wouldn't immediately be... And, and as you say, like... I've seen enough pictures of myself that I wouldn't immediately be like, something's off. Yeah. I don't know. They didn't really, like, move or anything, but if she moved her, like, left arm, would, like, it look like the other side was moving? Because I I thought it... I feel like it was as if someone was just standing across from you, like, mirroring your movements. Yeah. So, like, it would lift, like, the same... the hand on the same side as you... But it wasn't a reflection. It was just, like, a copy of you, like your twin. I was trying to figure that out because they have that uh, moment where, like, they're in, like, the yard or whatever and her and Heather are walking towards each other. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, deliberately looking at, like, what foot Bill put forward. But mm-hmm. Heather just floats. They don't yeah. show. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. Because then she notices because her badge is on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Or the right side, whatever. But yeah, they don't really... I think it must have been... Like, if she tilted her head, it would have tilted so... Like, that would have been mirrored, the movements. But it, the actual... It was like First, a copy of your like body. A copy, yeah, Standing across the... from you, moving the same as you. Like, you're yeah. playing mirror. But, cause it, but it was an actual reflection. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would notice that right away. Yeah, because you do this, then it would go the other way, and you'd be like... Even just, Whoa. like, any subtle movement. You'd be like, whoa, you're moving over there, and I'm moving over here. Yeah. It was just the, like, actual face, sort of. Spooky. Yeah. So, this alien is, like, water? What was... It was... He says specifically it's not water. It's not water. I think he said it was, like, engine oil. Like, this is the oil of a spaceship. Something like that, yeah. Or it is the spaceship, and it needed a pilot. It needed a pilot. Someone who wanted to leave. Because it, like, it also had those cuts to being, like, inside the puddle. Yeah. Where they were, like, pilot engaged. Pilot. Or whatever. (laughs) But, yeah. So, and then just, like, swallows her and then she becomes the substance. I don't know. You know, it's It's sad. She just, like, was a kind of unhappy person. And she just disappears. And then she's, like, dead, but not really. Yeah, it's like her physical body has been replaced by this stuff that sort of makes her look like her body. Like her consciousness is in there. Right, because she can look like other things too. Yeah, like the she Dalek. melts down into water. Yeah, and she can look like a Dalek. But then the Dalek still had like the star in her eye, so it's still saying like her mm-hmm. essence or something is yeah. still there. It's something about like her consciousness. Because it needed her because she wanted to leave. leave. Yeah. It needed some sort of like body to take over it's creepy though she looks so spooky she's like in the puddle 
Or even when she's like in the fog or whatever and she makes like the scream face. Yeah. They do do a good job of that though. Like her her hair and makeup like stuff yeah. is really strong in this episode. Yeah. And the water constantly dripping. I just watching it this time I was just thinking about like how they rigged that. Yeah. Because um, that episode The Water of Mars or whatever they had to do stuff like that where yeah. it was dripping from their gross mouths and just dripping. Yeah. I'm like, they got so many tubes on that girl. I know. <laughs> They're hiding so many tubes in that hair. <sighs> yeah. It was pretty cool. For It was a pretty good first Yeah. Normally adventure. I hate all the first episodes because, yeah. like, it's hard. It's, it is. It's always hard. Like, that's why pilot episodes are largely not super successful because it's just an introduction to everybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, I come out of this episode, like, really liking Bill, really liking mm-hmm. her and the doctor's relationship excited that Nardole's back and like not hating the story that happened and they don't put a lot of like thought and emphasis into like the intricacies of the alien but it's they don't have the time in this episode with the introduction of everyone else and I'm like pretty good with that yeah they did it enough yeah like we said the sort of like connection these two people are supposed to have was like out of nowhere but yeah it was enough that we were, like, interested, like, why is it following Bill? Mm-hmm. And we sort of understand the temptation, and it's a lot for her to just, like, she, like, saw the universe. It was, like... It's very, uh, like, Rose looking Rose into the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> Rose didn't do that till like, the end of her season. I know. And it almost <laughs> killed her. Yeah. And she was able, but Bill was able to let go. Yeah. Because I guess her connection to the Doctor was stronger. It sh- it should be. Yeah, she spent no far more time with yeah. him. <laughs> she doesn't just have a little crush. Yeah, but it was it was still like as much as I think like the whole relationship was far too f- fast and frivolous yeah. and stuff. They like the whole like well she promised she wouldn't leave without me and yeah. like that like that as her and last conscious thought was like what was pushing her like to to any place in the universe and stuff like that was cool. I was okay with that mm. as like at least. It had, like, an explanation, but, yeah, like, it's a little bit stronger. That would be my biggest note, is just, like, develop that connection more so that I'm not, like, why do these people care about each other? Yeah. I've had a lot of crushes in my life. None of them would have resulted in me doing any yeah. of those actions. But it was, it was the moment. I know. So, I get it. I just mean from Bill's from side. From Bill's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, all this stuff is new, and she's in the TARDIS, and she's, like, going to all these places. Yeah. It's probably just, like, a lot, and she probably also is, like, this is a connection to the sort of the real world before yeah, I stepped into life. this crazy world. Yeah. And, like, I want to, like, save this girl also. Yeah. Bill wants to save everyone. Yeah. Very, very Donna-like. Yeah. She's a hard time later yeah. accepting that people die yeah. when you're with the doctor. Very Donna-like. <sighs> yeah. What else is in this episode? There's some cute, um, not cute. I think it's cute that he has all the old screwdrivers. Like oh, yeah, like in the pencil, pencil. stand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he gives one to Nardole to use, like just a spare, like go around and use it. Yeah. And there's a moment... Oh, I forget what Bill says now, but they start playing Clara's song 
because it's something to remind oh when he wants to wipe when her he wants memory. to wipe her memory yeah yeah she's like how would you do that to me how would you feel if i did that to you and then it's like you hear clara's tune start yeah. playing gently i'm like oh so sad <laughs> so like does he remember clara or not i don't know or maybe it's alluding to the fact that he doesn't remember her like i don't but it seemed like he was Set it up as like her. one of those moments where like she hit on a sore subject. Maybe he knows that he, he knows doesn't know that, something. Yeah. Like maybe because he did like talk to her, and then she disappeared in the diner garden. Right. And he did see a picture of her face of the girl he was just talking to. Yeah. He must have like put it together. I think he just knows that he doesn't remember something yeah. that important. Right. And I think like I think that's because he also in that diner scene before this season he also like plays that and he's like oh i think the title of the song is clara like so he it's still like in there somewhere mm-hmm. but he doesn't like well isn't the diner scene he's telling the it? whole story yeah i'm just so like just... he knows the story but he doesn't know her or something yeah he doesn't recognize so whatever. i think like he knows he's missing something right so i think it he's that's why gone. it hits so strongly is that like that's how it feels yeah <laughs> probably not great so he doesn't because yeah, it's awesome, and um, you should travel with her. Also, like, um, it's one of the sweeter doctor moments in this episode at Christmas when mm. she gives him a rug, and he's like, oh I don't God. have anything for you, and she talks about, like, wanting pictures of her dead mom. Mm-hmm. So he goes and takes mm-hmm. all these pictures. Like, that moment, I'm just like, how can you not love the doctor when yeah. he does something like that and gives her that, like... Yeah. It's one of my favorite things of this episode. It's just like, and it's, it's not even like they don't dwell on it too much, but it's like just this little. Yeah. Cause she sees him in a mirror and one yeah. of the pictures, so she like knows he did it somehow. Well, especially cause I like get, that's before even like being in the TARDIS. So yeah. at first she was probably like, that's so weird. That looks so much like him. But then once I'm sure she put it together once they, uh, traveled. Yeah, when she figured out it was a time machine. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, that's really nice. All right. All right. That's um, our first episode with Bill. Yeah. Great. It's pretty good. <laughs> it I is mean, pretty good. I also... I it like really... It. I think we were like right away like, yes, more Bill. On to the next episode. Sometimes you're like, what's, what's this new season? What's going on? Yeah. And, um, yeah, intrigued by the, you're intrigued by the vault and want to see where that's going and what adventures they'll go on. Yeah. So I'd give it a, a minus. I was thinking similar as like B plus A minus, mm-hmm. right? In that sweet spot. It's pretty, it's pretty good, but it is <coughs> just by nature can't really be one of the best. Yeah. Suffers still a little bit from, like, pilot problems, but, no, it's good. All right. On to the next. Smile. It aired April 22nd, 2017. It was written by Frank Cottrell Boyce. I hope that's how you pronounce your name, sir. He's written two other other episodes um including in the forest of the night (coughs) sorry 
I want to cough in the mic. The language of the future is emoji. The doctor and takes Bill to a spectacular city on a distant planet. But where are all the colonists? A band of cute droids hold the deadly answer. The language of the future is not emoji. There's just some robots with symbols on their faces. Right. The language is still English. <laughs> it's, yeah. Or translated well, we English yeah. from the TARDIS. But yeah. I don't it's still know. spoken language. Yeah. It's about the same as it is now. Like, some things use emoji for a simple symbol. I mean, forever we've had symbols. Yeah. It's just happy faces and right. death it's faces as... and sad faces. It's the same as, like, even hieroglyphs. Like, yeah. it's, A, it's not, like, a language. It would be closer to writing. Mm-hmm. And they still write, though. They're still writing on things. Yeah. It's just, Whatever. it's just, like, an ease of we're communication. Just, we're trying to get the millennials. They're trying to be hip and modern. Let's do an episode about emojis. It's almost, honestly, I don't even hate it. Because I feel like the emojis are used, like, in the right way. It's, like, they created, like, a quick system for mm-hmm. people to understand, like, others' emotions and that sort of thing, that's yeah. fine. Um, but I really hate the descriptor of the episode. Oh, yeah, it's stupid. calls it the language of the future. Yeah. I think this one's really interesting. Um, the way they, they come and, like, figure out what's happened. He's like, this is a colony, but, like, they haven't come yet. The skeleton crew, the robots yeah. are setting it up, getting ready for them. But then, ooh, what's this fertilizer? I know. I really, I didn't understand really why they were killing them because they were sad. Like if they were, they somehow like got it a little bit off on their definition of like illness or whatever. And the grief, like she said, like the grief kept spreading. So like, why didn't they realize that they were causing the unhappiness by killing the unhappy people? Like, they were just eliminating any, like, that's I don't know, their... like, they don't have that level, like, obviously, of but, like, that's the objective they gave them, to keep everyone happy? I think, so yeah. So, how did that turn into kill sad people, not make sad people happy? You know? I think it came, like, the easiest way to maintain happiness would be to just eliminate the unhappiness, and that, I don't know. I mean, they, they took some liberties. They always yeah. do. It's Doctor Who, but... Yeah, but he's, like, suggesting, like, the people who programmed this, like, forgot about grief. <laughs> Let's just, like, forgot to teach the robots that. Yeah, which... But even... You don't have to, like, understand human emotion. It's, like, logic. Like, everyone was unhappy because this person died. And mm. then so I eliminated the unhappy people. And, and then now there's more, more unhappy people. Unhappy. Like, it's basic logic. Yeah. What's causing the unhappiness? Oh, what I'm doing. Right. People, like, and you would eliminating think, the people. like, a robot would be based in, like, logic principles. Yeah. It's an AI. That's pretty pretty basic. Um, how do you feel about having your current emotion displayed on your Not back? Not good. <laughs> Although I have been told that people generally know how I feel by my face. <laughs> so you're giving it away anyway. <laughs> That's what people at work tell me. I've been told that um, I'm hard to read. Well, would you feel good about being easy to read (laughs) or worse about it? No, I don't want anyone to know. Right. Because um, 
my normal like I definitely have like resting pitch face and like my normal sort of demeanor is pretty chill so when I do have a bad day no one really knows which yeah. sometimes it's like I want everyone to know I'm having bad days so they'll be nice to me but sometimes it's like you just good wanna... that I can just like not have people ask me yeah what's wrong you're so like different yeah, sometimes acting. you just want to like deal with it on your own like yeah. I'm dealing with something don't yeah. bother me about it that won't help if it's just like I'm just having a day where like my anxiety or depression is like a little bit worse it's like yeah. it's not obvious when I walk into the office to everyone you know like, some people walk in, it's like, oh, I think she's in a bad mood today. <laughs> I would agree that, like, when I have days like that, I don't think it's super obvious. It's more at work, like, spikes of, like, intense hatred for coworkers. <laughs> um, frustration with, like, like, like the task I'm doing is stuff that people can see. Because mm-hmm. I'm not super shy about that. No. But um, I would hate, I would absolutely detest people knowing how so i don't like people knowing something i don't know right and you can't see it and even if i think i know how i'm feeling the thing on the back might be a little bit different because sometimes you're not even like aware of yeah. how you're feeling sometimes you know? you're not that in tune with yourself that day yeah I, I feel like it would just be like a neutral face most of the time wouldn't it if for just, most like, people like when you're just working and concentrating like i don't have a mood right now no. i'm working yeah you know, like that's not when particularly people... angry or frustrated about it. I'm just doing work. I don't know. So that's why these don't exist because I can't figure it out. Well, and that's, I don't know. Like you, that was another thing with this is like, smile. You have to be happy. Like you weren't even allowed mm-hmm. to be just like, okay. You had to be happy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a big ask like that's such an intense Ooh. emotion you know what i mean like that's exhausting to have any like sort of high or low or just like right any intense emotion because like the idea of, out of you. i know people are always like well i'm happy like yeah that's easy to say general, like yeah. generally speaking if i look at my life i'm happy i suppose but like the the thought of being constantly actively happy yeah. is like that's different i was talking to a coworker about she's like I've, this might be the two and a half glasses of wine talking, but I'm going to tell you what I thought of you <laughs> about like when we first, first worked met. together, I was like, oh no, she hates me. How are we going to work together? And then she's like, oh, okay. She doesn't hate me, but how are we going to work together? We're so different. And then she's like, but now like I really, you're like one of my favorite people. You're so funny. But I'm like, yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> people think I'm a bitch and then they realize I'm just like snarky and fun. Yeah. But, um... That's okay. Some people you have to get to know before yeah. you really have, like, a strong feeling. Yeah. Way. What was my point? I don't know what I was saying that for. Emotion. Emotions. Just telling know. a cool story. <laughs> Just telling a story about my drunk coworker. <laughs> um, Intense yeah. happiness. Yeah. Acting happy, maybe. Maybe. She's really, she acts really happy. Maybe that was my point. Maybe. But she's a really, like, cheerful-sounding person. But then she'll be like, I fucking hate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But she can, like, put on. Yeah. I don't know. 
emotions. Yeah, it just doesn't seem... I don't think that there's many people who would be comfortable with the world knowing how they were feeling all the time. Yeah. I can't think of anybody in my life that would be like, yeah, sign me up for that. Ugh, no. It is true about the smiling thing. Like, smiling makes you happier. Yes. Which is why, like, laughter is the best medicine or whatever. Like, (laughs) even if you're in a bad mood, you you can still, like, watch a comedy and laugh. And feel better a little bit. It does, like, help your overall mood. Even if, like, nothing's changed in your life, you can smile and laugh at something else. Then it's like, isn't there, like, laugh yoga or laugh therapy? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Because once you start... You, then you just start genuinely right. laughing. And it, I think it like releases certain... Good stuff. Yeah. That good stuff. That good brain stuff. Good brain stuff. Mm-mm. Those good Tasty. brain chemicals. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so they're killing unhappy people. Yeah, these so are like little tiny, sense. like, they look like little puffy. What are they called? Uh, the Anarchs. Something. I think that's cool that they like can make these tiny robots that can like be anything. So the whole building's made out of them. Like imagine building something out of tiny little pieces that like stay where you want them to stay until you're like, mm, this wall needs to move like a little bit and then they can just do that. Like how awesome is that? Yeah. Or like, I mean, in this case they were coming to like kill you but when like a chunk breaks off to like go do something like in emergencies if they were like those um like nano things that healed everyone in that one episode yeah that's what they reminded me of there's yeah there's like someone like drops dead almost dead they could just like come out of the wall and like come like fix you you know like they'd be there to help they're everywhere also can we just appreciate the like animation of the the murmuration of how they were yes like flying around yeah it was very much like birds like how they yeah swoop and flock together it's called a murmuration and it's really no one knows why birds do it or how they do it just fascinating because <laughs> it's not like they can't like plot it with a math equation or anything you yeah know, like the movement of these birds or like how they communicate so that they they move know which together. Yeah. yeah it just Anyway, they're smarter they're like, than us, obviously. Yeah, they know things they don't know. They're called the Vardy. Vardy. Why? <laughs> uh, because it was up. actually Vardy tech. Oh, right. So they were like robots that like humans made, but yes. then but then they became kind of self-aware. Yeah, which so is now, a he's classic. Like, it's a new species. Let's all be nice. And so he just calls them the Vardy. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. <clears throat> And they call the other thing the emoji bot. The emoji bot. <laughs> Which I guess They is must have accurate. a name also. Isn't it, wouldn't they also just be Vardy? It's all the same. Yeah, like I think they're like still part of the, because they're physical. the interface of the yeah. robot. Mm-hmm. It's just a different like They're so cutely like waddle around. It reminded me of TikTok yeah. from Return to Oz. Definitely. They're so cute. Cute but deadly. Um... I was surprised with the little disky um, mm-hmm. mood things that, like, the doctor would put one on. <laughs> yeah, because he likes to keep his secrets. It just seems strange. Well, he was uh, trying to figure out what was going on, so he had to, like, participate. Right. I assume he was, like, trying to just go with mm-hmm. the 
flow. Yeah, he just always had the um, like the raised eyebrow. Thinking, <laughs> the thinking. entire time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of thinking, speculating face, which is very doctor. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so they kill people and like all that's left is the bone and then they use them for fertilizer. Okay, fine. So first Good of all, use. they're just like dumping powder down constantly on the flower, like on the plants. I was like, that's not, it's you're not... just going to have a pile of bone, crushed up bone it. right in that one spot in your garden. But okay. Um, when he opened the thing and all the bones fell out and he picked up the skull, it looked so fake. It was so bad. There was nothing, A, there was like nothing to it. it like, yeah. It was just. And also you could like see the back of the eye socket. Yeah. Like, it was just a solid like, okay, this, I have several fake human skulls in my home, and... Yes, I'm staring so at I know, three at the moment. <laughs> so, like, I know what fake skulls look like, and, like, a couple of mine are, like, plaster, and they are, like, hollow inside, so the eye sockets and the nose go all the way through, but then there's, like, one that, like, doesn't, because it's just all... Anyway, it was just really obvious to me watching it this time that that skull was so fake, and it just looked really, like, painted gray... Like, first of all, it wouldn't be gray. Second of all, skull is two pieces. The jaw is a separate bone. So, like, you would never pick up a skull, like, with the jawbone attached. Yes, it's not Hamlet here. (laughs) It was was just like, oh, my God, that's so... Just, like, they made made this beautiful... Or they got to shoot in this beautiful (laughs) building, and they did all these things. They had a big field. Like, there's a lot of beautiful, like, set design and stuff. They had to cut to build the robots. That they, they cut somewhere. They were like, damn it, just grab a foam skull <laughs> from, like, one of the other episodes where there was, like, a million skulls around or something. Probably. That's yeah. something they had already in like, the oh, closet. Come on, guys. It's very disappointing in Doctor Who. It's, well, it just seems like one of those things that shouldn't happen. Yeah. In today's day and age, especially, yeah. like... Sort of a dumb oversight. But the gray in particular, because with how mm. the humans are, like, almost evaporated, like, all their yeah. meat, you'd think that they'd be clean. Super clean. Super clean bone, right? Because it's, yeah, they're literally like everything else eating just... away everything but bone. Yeah. So the bones would just be, like, super dry and, like, yeah, clean. But it looked, like, old and gray. Like, it was <laughs> supposed to be sitting in, like, a witch's lair up on the shelf looking yeah. old and weathered. I love that that bugs you so much. It did. I could see, like, the eye holes were just, like, scooped out. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? That's not a skull. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Add that to my list of pet peeves about Doctor Who. When they have atmosphere and gravity, it's always Earth. And now, skulls. What else? I wrote, sometimes he parks the TARDIS obnoxiously close, and sometimes he parks it impractically far away, like he parked in the field. Technically, doesn't the TARDIS choose where it goes? Well, the TARDIS is fucking... Sometimes the TARDIS lands (laughs) obnoxiously close, and sometimes she decides to go, like... I guess it's... I know it's for the show... So they get, like, a nice view when they first step out right. of the TARDIS. But, yeah, you're like, I don't want to walk like, half a mile. To... Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, you've got a nice view of, like, New 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 York or whatever you are. 
yeah. now pop into where you actually want to yeah. go. It seems really unsafe to be more than like a few minutes walk from the TARDIS. Right. Especially with how often the TARDIS has been like taken or gone yes. missing in the show. It's always like falling into holes you think and being you'd learn picked up and taken away. Like, anyway, He'll so never it looks learn. really cool like in the middle of the field, but then it was like really impressive. They ran like 10 minutes there and then the doctor's like, okay, you stay here. I'm going back. I was like, that's a long way to go. When um, they go onto the actual colonist spaceship that has landed, and mm-hmm. the doctor discovers, like, oh, the colonists are all here. They just haven't woken up yet, or whatever, yeah. all that junk. When she goes and sees the dead lady, mm-hmm. it's very fifth element. Reading Ooh, the book, that's all yeah. I can think of is, like, oh, yeah, Luke getting images. it, like, oh my God, the yeah, images. That's, that's all I can see every time. I mean, I feel like they do that in sci-fi stuff a lot. Like, they, even yeah. stuff like The Matrix and stuff. When they try to convey, like, a bunch of information yeah. going at you. It's it's not just pictures. They're zoom in. They yeah. zoom in as you go through them. It's just, I don't know. It's just the, like, because it's specifically, like, war and death imagery that they're yeah. getting a lot of. Because Bill's like, what happened to Earth? Or Yeah, she has her first sort of um, hit of... Holy crap. What time travel means. Yeah. And it means finding out what happens to your own people and planet. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. But the doctor's like, well, yeah, of course they had a reason for leaving Earth. But she's, like, really upset about it. I feel like even I would be like, oh, yeah, okay, more war and terrible stuff on Earth. We ran out of resources. We've been expecting this. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, what happened to Earth? No, I but do think, then again, think, I though, watched Doctor Who, so maybe she's not into right. sci-fi. <laughs> I do think, though, like, you're right. Like, it's her first realization of, like, how the scope of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I think every companion has that moment <coughs> in one of their first episodes of, like, you know, like, with Rose, it was when he took her to watch Earth Earth's burn. Dying. Like, <laughs> that was a bit insensitive, Doctor. But, like, she has her moment, like, they all have their moment of, like, just oh, sort shit. of understanding or like trying to grasp sort of the huge like what they're doing in time traveling and space traveling like they start to see like the bigger picture and because their world has been so small it's hard to take it's hard to see something like a planet full of people sort of like having to leave their planet it's hard to see that as just like something that happens because also it's their planet, but it's like the doctor or someone who's like seen some shit is just like, well, yeah, planets like die out, people have to leave, yeah, people, individuals die, whole planets die, shit happens. But she's like, what Earth? Yeah, this is gonna cause you to have to edit what? But can you bring up GarageBand so I know it's oh recording? Because I'm like. <laughs> Okay, that's all I want to see because I get like super paranoid about it. I didn't even know it. I was looking at the notes, but I didn't notice. I just noticed it now, and I was like, (laughs) "Okay, sorry." Um, grief. Yeah, contagious. It's viral. That I actually thought was kind of interesting Mm because I think it is true, right? Like, yeah, that it can spread and well, especially when grief. Causes, it causes you to death. die, and then it causes more grief. It really does uh, grow exponentially. Um, 
But I was even just thinking of, like, the way grief spreads, like, as news travels. Like, if someone dies mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, this person calls the next family member and it really just, like, spreads out to everyone whose yeah. life has And it's also, like, there's the people closest and then people who, like, kind of knew this person or the people yeah. who are sort of grieving for their pers- their their loved one who lost a loved one, but they didn't really know the person. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought... Yeah. Like, that's an interesting, like, concept. I could yeah. see, like, where they were kind of coming from and the germination of the thought. And... Mm-hmm. But why would they think they should kill <laughs> the grieving and happy people? I don't. That's what I don't get about these robots. Kill everyone unhappy. And then all he did was, like, um, reset them so that they forgot about it. Yeah, you just have to turn it off and on again. Yeah. <laughs> But he didn't say yeah. he, like, reprogrammed them, did he? Right, and that's what I was confused about. Because, like, at the end, he was all like, well, they don't remember them and all this sort of stuff. But I'm like, okay, so but won't they just do it are again? they still programmed to only want to make people happy? Yeah. But then if they don't remember people, I, I don't know. It was it was not fully uh I guess he explained. reprogrammed them without any of that programming. Yeah. To serve the humans. Because then he, like, rebooted them. And then he was like, hey, these humans would like to live in your city. Would that be okay? Right. <laughs> so it was like he was creating a totally different dynamic. So they wouldn't worry about, like, we must Whether keep they're... them happy. Yeah. It's more like, they don't give okay, a let's happy or not. coexist so everyone's happy. But we won't, like, get too worried about it. <laughs> or something. But I don't know. typical humans, like, oh, we're going like, to make these robots do everything for us so our lives are easy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this maybe part of the reason the Earth died to begin with? Yeah. Also, they, a few of them wake up and the doctor's like, the robots are going to kill you. <laughs> They've been killing people. And they're like, let's grab all our guns that we brought. Yep. Like, why did you bring guns? People, man. People. People are the worst. People are the worst. We are the worst. We're just like trying to shoot the clouds of the Vardy. Someone's like, they're also like, they go for guns and also they try to shoot things where guns won't matter. I know. They're always trying to shoot like giant things that won't feel it or like ghosts and things (laughs) that can't kill the ghost. Yeah. But then it looks like everything's going to be fine. Yeah. They kind of leave and the doctor's like, it's up to them to figure it out now. Peace. (laughs) Yeah. I did did enough. I'm done. Well, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like that. The fact that the doctor's like, I interfered enough to make sure Mm -hmm. you guys are alive and I gave you, like, the foundation. I'm sure he checks up on these things. He must, right? Eventually. He's got a lot of time to do things. He's a lot of time. So, someday he's going to, like, think, oh, yeah, I did that thing once. Let's go back. Yeah, and like another thousand years, will be like, oh, oh the God. Barty, I wonder what's happening there. Yeah. But then also does he, yeah. He must have like a huge brain capacity. Right. For 2,000 years of memory. I, I was also thinking like the doctor talks about how he sees all of time and space. Yeah. So does he not have to check up because he sees all of time and space? And then I'm like, okay, but you're constantly changing things. So are you just constantly seeing like infinite possibilities? Right. Infinite universe with infinite, which like, goes with your brain capacity thing. Yeah. I mean, too hard. Stared into about... the time vortex like all the time lords do, and that's how they like can do this. their things. I mean, he doesn't. They say like he can see everything, but like he also 
doesn't, he doesn't know, know what's going to happen. He doesn't know everything. Right. He's constantly like surprised and has to figure out situations. I don't know. It's but yeah, strange. he has 2,000 years of memories. And like we learned from me, she's like, you gave me like eternal life, but a normal human brain. I can't hold hundreds yeah. of years of memories. I'm not a time lord, doctor. So yeah, poor me. Poor me. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about two hearts. This guy needs two brains. <laughs> needs like a backup external storage for memory. Right. Oh, that's she finds out he has two hearts in this because he gets two meals. Right. It's registering me as two life forms. Okay. It's just like they're sort of knocking off all the things he has to do. Yeah. Screwdrivers come up. Screwdrivers. In the next episode. Mm-hmm. The two hearts things. The 2,000 years old. Like, they all kind of get knocked off yeah, in the first the couple episodes. Yeah, the next one he talks about. He says, Time Lord for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting through everything. That's fun, because Bill's fun. Yeah. It is an, it's an enjoyable season. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'd give it, like, a B... The yeah, same. it's maybe just a B. It's a B. It's it's good. It's enjoyable. There's things I like. It's also you know, but it's just, it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just good. It's just good. Okay. Well, <laughs> next episode, we're talking about episodes three and four. Uh, we go back to the frost festival Ooh. or whatever it's called yep. <laughs> frost fair and then uh, bill um tries to move into a house i mean technically <laughs> successfully moves <laughs> yes yes um after that in episode 72 uh we wanted to know which this is a big one. <laughs> We've had this question on lock for a long time. <laughs> Which is your favorite season of Doctor Who? Or should you choose, you could rank them maybe? Maybe like top three. Yeah, if that's easier. Because I don't even know how I'm going to choose. This is going to be hard. Yeah. I already have three answers. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's your favorite season? Think about it. Um, so you could... Email us your answers, dockerscompanionspodcast at gmail.com, or just tweet at us at drscompanions. It's probably the easiest. You can yeah. use emojis in your answer if you so choose. <laughs> and um, like I said in the description, I'll put the link if you want to listen to me and some Ottawa Whovians <laughs> talk about Doctor Who, and also a link to the blog with extra stuff, whatever. Yeah. And rate us on iTunes. iTunes. Subscribe. And give us so, a five-star rating. Is yeah. That, is that how people you do it? You can write something nice about us. That'd be nice. That'll help us out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Peace out. Bye, guys. <laughs> Sounds so clear. Scarf.